1: Hey, everybody, it is so great to be connecting with all of you. I am excited about today's show. And there's a a really, really good reason why. Because for many of us, we have and can forget that we have creative genius. You know, today, we're going to be speaking with Laura Hollick about what that actually means and why is it that creative genius and unleashing it and understanding the power of that to heal our healing abilities why is this now one of the more important aspects of dialogue that we can have right now in the world the other thing i want to say is i don't know if if you all have watched uh, uh any of the new kind of art type television shows that are out there right now i have a couple that are my favorite one of them is this show called Face Off, which is all about how to create makeup. The other one I am so fascinated by that if I were, uh, if I were she, if I were Laura, what I would want to do is I would want to come back into the world as this person. And it is a show where the where folks are artists and this new world, evolving world, of body painting. I am so blown away by it. If that is not a creative genius and a spiritual form, I don't really know what is. But I'm not the expert in this arena. You know, my guest is today. Whether you know her as somebody that helps other people being amazingly creative in a spiritual, entrepreneurial way, or Stepping out and looking at a life and a career that has to do with envisioning the world that you have in a truly, you know, in colorful ways or a soul art shaman. This is what today's show is about. And I want to make sure that you all know a lot about uh, what her work is about, about how you can tap into this, how you can work with her. But most importantly, you know, what is this thing called soul art? You know, why is it that some of us are so drawn to the visual creative elements of things? And I know that's the case for me. Don't really understand how it all came to be. You know, I literally, I'm a girl from New York City. So to have the kind of draw that I have you know to art and to color and to creating things is really mind-boggling for me but today you're going to meet somebody that works with people and helps each of us understand how amazing we get to be in the world she is an award-winning artist creative spiritual entrepreneur lover of lover of our earth and here's what I know about that when you are connected to the earth something unprecedented happens and I mean really unprecedented there's something that gets brought forth why because this is mother earth and when mother earth speaks she speaks through the brilliance and the color that only mother earth can speak through Today, I am so thrilled to have Laura joining me here today. We're going to tell you a lot about what she's doing and uh, give everyone an opportunity to connect. Laura, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thank
2: you. I'm so excited to be here and dive into this conversation around creativity and spirituality and how it connects in our lives
1: do you like the way i say laura like with my new york accent right there even though i don't live in new <laughs> I york do. Anymore? i
0: like
2: it yeah i mean i've traveled all over the world and some some places the l and the r are difficult but um i you know i can feel i can feel the transmission you got my name you got the essence of it
1: i got the essence of it and you know i wanted to talk with you about this today because um some people believe that we're living in a world that we're all moving so quickly that we have stepped away from that creative genius I'm not sure I'm there I I I really am looking at how many ways now that let's just say the average everyday person can express themselves whether Mm -hmm. it's putting up your own website whether it's doing digital art it doesn't matter and I wanted to get your sense of it what is your sense of it are we stepping forth and saying yes release my creative genius Or do we need a little help there?
2: I think it's an ecosystem. And so I think that (laughs) there's going to be every type of person. There's some people who are, they're full on in their creative flow and everything they do from their outfits to their makeup, to their meals, their home, everything is their creation. And then there's other people that they don't really see themselves as creative and even the word might intimidate them. And so I believe that everyone is creative. We come from the creative act. We've been created, like we exist, like we didn't exist before in this form, and then we were created and we exist. So in our very makeup of DNA and genetics, we are creative, we come from that. And I believe creative energy is life force energy. But I think the difference is, how do we work with our life force energy? So everyone's unique. And and like you were saying before, like you feel drawn to the visual art. I think when we're tuning into creativity and we're wanting to open that up, first we have to acknowledge if it's a genuine desire that we have, but also what are we drawn to? Because what we're drawn to and what we're attracted to is a clue of how our own unique life force energy or our creative energy wants to move through us. So I think we're in a really powerful time in history where we have access to so many things. Actually, it's a beautiful metaphor because really when we're in creation, we can't contrive how it goes. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's intimidating is that, you know, you enter into something and it has a life of its own because it's a life force energy. And we have to learn how to how to be in relationship with that really alive energy that can seem unpredictable at moments. And as a society, often we want to create things where we know the outcome. So I think when we see people who are not flowing with their creativity or maybe, you know, cutting it from the schools and things like that, I mean, there's a lot of issues around that, but sometimes it's a fear that, well, we don't know how to control this creative thing. It could go in any direction, so let's just like, put a lid on it and let's do the things that we know how they're going to go so we can try and create some idea of safety. So part of creativity is, in a way, making peace with the life force energy, so it's alive, it's breathing, and and there's an unknown factor to that. We have to make peace so that we can't have all the answers.
1: Yeah. You know, one of the things that I wanted to ask you about was your own journey. Because I was really struck by this. You know, I, uh, I don't know when you did your vision quest, but I know I did the same thing uh, in 1997. And it, for, it changed the whole uh, mm. trajectory of my life. And, mm-hmm. you know, you say, uh, and I was reading this, that it clarified your purpose. For mm-hmm. me, I didn't get a clarification, but I got a clarification of what I wasn't going to do. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, it was this like is well, valuable. Absolutely. Isn't that, It's like, did you have the same thing, or was it crystal clear for you from that point on?
2: Well, I entered into my own vision quest in kind of a unique way. So mm-hmm. I'll give you a little bit of a story yeah. so we can put it into context. So for me, I really always knew I was an artist. Like I, I just, just like some people know they're athletic or they know they like to cook or something like that. I always loved being creative. For me, my challenges were kind of existing in this world as a creative person. So the creativity itself was very clear. It was easy to have it flowing. And I really made art to basically make my spirit world a real world. So I would create things to like bring the, the imagination of all these things that I was tuning into, like bring them into reality. And so I ended up going on to university for fine art. And when I graduated from that, I thought, well, I'll just go and be an artist. Like it felt crystal clear to me. I will be an artist and that's what I'll do. And then I was really shocked by the fact that, oh, and you need to make money oh, you need to like, have people understand what you're doing. <laughs> These are things that I had not considered. <laughs> and so for me, the vision quest was essentially my prayer to the universe. It's like, how can I be an artist in this world? How can I be myself, let my creative energy flow through, let it continuously evolve, and have that be enough of a contribution that I can support and sustain myself? And so I I was in a state where I was really struggling financially to just figure it out. But I felt very rich on a creative level. And I used to go for these walks. And while I was walking, I would ask, I'm like, how, what do you want me to do? Like, I'll do whatever you want. Like, universe, show me, guide me. And I got the message to walk it out. (sighs) And I interpreted that message to mean just keep walking and thinking it through. And then one day on one of my hikes, I had the idea I could get paid to walk. And I ended up applying for a job at Canada Post. And I became a letter carrier. And I made uh. a contract between me and the universe. And I said, I will walk 10,000 kilometers, which is uh, just under 7,000 miles. Yeah. And at the end of that, which I'm calling this container of a journey, I'm calling this my vision quest. I want to know how I can be an artist and be a creative spirit in this world and thrive, make money, be myself, take care of myself. And so that set me off on my journey. And I walked every day, hours every day. And it took me over five years to complete my 10,000 kilometers, which (laughs) I did. And at that point, I was clear in another way. I was clear in the way of I already knew what I wanted to do. But I didn't know the energetics of what would make it possible. And so from my walking, I had released a lot of old belief systems on what, you know, starving artist ideas or it's it's fearful to have people see you and judge you. I mean, all these beliefs that I was clouded with that weren't allowing me to connect in the world, I was processing them through during my walk. So when I came out of that vision quest and out of that journey, I was just ready. I was ready to begin my journey, and I had the the backing of my own desire that was ready to fuel every action I took. And so I, I learned about business. I I learned about how to speak about my work. I became at ease with not knowing, just as I mentioned in the beginning. Like I found peace with that unknown, and and built my trust in the universe so that I could take actions, and they didn't need to go the way I thought. But it's still okay. It's still moving forward. So my journey was really like priming me for really the action of integrating the vision and the dream that I had. You
1: know, I I wanted to ask you about this because I don't know uh, if you get the same thing, but uh, more often than not, I have been in front of, you know, mostly women, but men as well, And you ask the question. You bring up creativity, and people are immediately right out of the gate. No, I'm not creative. I'm not Mm -hmm. creative. And we say that over and over and over again, right? And you know, yet at the same time, you watch people go through their lives, and they are super creative in how they Mm -hmm. go through their lives. How do Mm -hmm. you respond when people say that? How do you help people uh, talk about? where they are in their creative spiritual journey and is creativity for everybody laura i mean or is or is it for just people that really resonate with it i think that one of
2: the belief systems that our society has is that Mm. creativity looks a certain way (laughs) it means you're holding a paintbrush and you've got some canvas in front of you and you're probably some kind of crazy person (laughs) or something like that creativity has a uniform and I think that for people who are saying, oh, I'm not creative, what they're really saying is, I'm not that idea of what I think this means. And that's a powerful thing. And I think that that's positive and that's good. I don't think, I, I don't think creativity is a uniform, but we've kind of created this idea of what an artist looks like, you know, what's a, a creative person like, what's their temperament and that kind of thing. When in truth, creativity is our life force energy so we're creating all the time we're creating like what decisions are we making what outfit are we putting on what are we feeding our body how do we respond to that conversation how do we decorate our room how do we choose what kind of job we want to do and you know what route are we going to drive on our way to the store all those things are decisions that we're making based on how life force energy moves through us and that is creativity so i think the first step when someone feels like oh i'm not creative it's like okay let's take off the costume of the idea of what an artist is like or what creativity looks like and now let's look at like how are you breathing in this world how are you existing what turns you on what excites you how do you want to
1: spend your time
2: because those are clues of how creative energy is moving through a person
1: yeah and you know part of this too is and I'm so glad that you know you're, for some, talking, I... you're talking with us about this you know you've been on radio you've been on television you know you are somebody that is out in the world you know more than just as what people would say you're not just somebody that does art you're really an advocate and a spokesperson for people that really want to express themselves you know and this is really part of of why I was so excited to to chat with you is because inspiration, creativity, spirituality, intuition, art, all of that, if you put that together, I can't help think that we're all born with this. And Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you, you know, you've been in front of many, many people, probably worked with countless people. What does it take for us to either know that we are clearly born with that, or maybe we're not born with it. What have you seen to help people fully express themselves?
2: We're absolutely born with it. So mm-hmm. that I, I agree with and I believe and feel 100%. To the degree we cultivate it, that is our unique choice. Mm. And it's not necessarily everyone's desire. And that's perfectly okay. And, and we are in an ecosystem where the health of our world means there is diversity, not everyone is meant to, say, pick up a paintbrush. Not everyone is meant to um, have some wild outfit on. <laughs> <you know? laughs> and, and, that's, and that's good, you know, and that's part of what makes an ecosystem healthy and thriving. So, again, this idea of really taking off the costume of what we think it needs to look like to allow ourselves the breathing space to discover, you know, how does the life force energy want to really move through us? and I think that we're in this major, major turning point in the world because even when I was growing up and somehow I managed to not let myself absorb this, but I saw it in other people. They were on a path that's like, oh, we go and do this and get this job and it's gonna equal this money and it's gonna get this kind of recognition. It was like this kind of laid out path and so they hadn't had the chance to listen. Like, what do you wanna do? If it had nothing to do with money, it had nothing to do with anything other than your pleasure, your desire, your inspiration, how would you spend your time? And when people are given the opportunity to genuinely ponder that, like be held in a loving space where you can really ask yourself that question, what would you love to do? That's where creation starts to rumble, you know, because it's like, whoa, (laughs) life force energy is wanting to come through. It's wanting to make that reality. I actually think that the reason why people buy a lottery ticket is to feel what it feels like to be creative. Because when they buy that ticket, they're now in imagination. What am I going to do with this money? They start to create this vision of what they would love their life to be like, how they want to experience things. What do they want to buy? What do they want to have surrounding them? They're giving themselves permission by buying that ticket. It's kind of like buying a ticket to a movie theater, but it's the movie you're watching is your own desires and your own imagination. And you're, you're opening up that creative flow. And so I don't, I don't think you need to buy a lottery ticket to be creative, but I, I, when I see that in the world, I'm like, Oh, that's probably why the pleasure of that. It's like the, the possibility that you could have something you wanted. Well, when we're being creative, like we're tapped into that and we're letting ourselves play with the desires. And then we also have the fuel, to turn it into reality so there's a few steps to creativity but really it starts with really that genuine question you know what would you love to do and be who do you want to be in this world and that opens the door for that energy to start to flow through
1: you know, I would love for you to talk about soul art because, you know, I, I know that we have the International Soul Art Day coming up May 11th, which we'll talk about. But when I I look at what you're talking about and, and I just, those words, soul art, it's kind of like, yeah, of course. But then again what does that actually call forth in us right how can we experience what you're sharing and I have to tell you you know I I reference two television shows and there are many more but one in particular I am so in awe about and I said to Linda I actually said this I said you know when I come back I am going to be a body painter and Mm -hmm. she said body painter what what the heck is that And I said, well, wait a minute. It's called, you know, it's called, it's another form of skin art and it's full body paint. And she said, where did you, where did you pick that up? And I said, well, first of all, it's everywhere now. I mean, if you go to any blockbuster movie, right, Laura, if you go Mm -hmm. to like any of the X-Men movies, you know, Mm -hmm. Rebecca Romaine brought a new perspective on body painting." totally Uh a new perspective on it because there isn't a character that you that, that out there that people don't recognize that image of mystique right people think that's a costume it wasn't a costume but the world we live in we so want to embrace these new colors these new perspective is that soul art is that our soul you know, calling us forth to really mm, open our mm. eyes in a different way, even if it mm. is through a character like Mystique.
2: <laughs> I think that I love that. And I think that the movie Avatar had a similar oh. effect on the world yeah. where suddenly it was like, Whoa, you know, imagination is real and that the the soul essence of each of us suddenly was like, Whoa, there's a visual to match that the feelings that we can have. And, and so when I think about soul art, I really think about that we all have like an essence. We all have an essence. And it doesn't necessarily have to be through a human body. You know, like we, we're we here, we're in a human body. But it's like there's a there's an energy to who we are. There's a spirit. There's an essence there. And soul art is when we give that essence an opportunity to express itself, to be seen, to be visible, to be felt, to be experienced. So, to me, soul art is that journey of connecting with our essence, with our spirit, our soul, and then finding our own unique way of how does it want to express? How does it want to be? Who, what does it look like? What does it sound like? What does it taste like? What does it do? And get to know ourselves in that way. When I first started and I was like discovering this soul art work, it's something that really channeled through me as like a creative process. And even the name, I, I had never heard the name Soul Art before. And this is going back like 20 years ago. And at the time, I was actually dancing. I was a professional dancer. And the woman who was leading the dance practices that I was doing, she called it Soul Dancing. And it was exactly how I felt. I felt like, oh, my gosh, my spirit is alive in my body. And I was just so invigorated and so, like, turned on by dancing. I loved it. And so when I was creating my art, I had a similar feeling but it wasn't so much about my body moving. It was about these visions and images and insights and channeling and messages coming through. And so I'm like, what am I going to call this? Like, what is this that I'm doing? Like, I didn't see anyone else doing what I was doing at the time. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's like soul dancing, but it's art. So it's soul art. So for me, it's, it's been this journey and the,
1: the understanding of it continuously deepens. But really the expression of our spirit. Oh, I love it. And, you know, we're going to take a short break. But I want to make sure everybody knows that please go to soulartday.com and check it out. Because when when we come back from break, you know, Laura, what I'd like to do is I'd like to talk about this. I'd like to talk about the community of people that have come together. And, you know, I love that when you, you know, this, I'm looking at this there, you know, right at the end, you said you and There you are. It's like an invitation. How about you? How Mm -hmm. about stepping up and thinking about creativity and what you're what you're ready to express? Because I Mm -hmm. think that's what we're talking about. Um, Before we go to break, the Laura, how can people find out more about you? Um, How can they get a hold of your newsletter? Sign up for those. You know, I know Mm -hmm. that you're you take people on journeys. I am like so right there. So please (laughs) let us know uh, how folks can do that
2: okay well we've got international soul art day coming up may 11th so that's like a global event a great way to enter into the experience and that's soulartday.com and then for my own personal work it's lauraholic.com and there's a quiz on my website you can check there's tons of art and there's lots of inspiring things to explore and discover but there's a quiz on there that i would invite people to check out and it's called what kind of creative spirit are you it's a free quiz to just like get a sense of like how your own unique creative energy moves through you because we are all unique and we're not in a costume of what an artist is supposed to look like we're on the journey to discover so I would invite people to check that out it's at lauraholics.com
1: yeah and you know what I relate to is if you go take a look at this and you also can look at the soul art certification uh, there is a picture of people painting on a brick wall I'm Mm -hmm. all about that you know, I'm old school graffiti. Let's paint the overpass <laughs> where the cars go underneath. Yeah, back in the day, probably inhaled more spray paint than I would actually like to admit right here. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Oh, I know, Laura. Story it's there. okay. It's okay. We didn't know. I mean, honestly, right? We didn't know. We didn't know, like, what we were doing. But, boy, did we love to bring color to the streets of New York City let's take a short break everyone when we come back we're going to be talking with Laura about wait a minute creativity important right now uh, in the digital world oh yeah you bet stay tuned everyone we will be right back you're listening to the Dr. Pat show if you want to find out more about us go to the Dr. Pat go to transformationtalkradio.com. Uh, yeah we'll be right back
0: Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst and clairvoyant who uses her intuitive and energetic gifts to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's
2: shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power
0: of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show days and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. Are you ready for a radical shift in your way of being? Are you seeking a more deeply connected and fulfilling life? Awakened Living Radio is a show dedicated to helping you embrace a life filled with profound peace, connection, and happiness. T.J. Woodward is passionate about helping you find your clarity, balance, and purpose. Join co-host T.J. Woodward and Dr. Pat Basilli on the first Monday of every month at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for Awakened Living Radio on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Access Consciousness is coming back to Seattle this April for three amazing events. Mark your calendars. April 20th through the 22nd is the Access Consciousness Body Classes created by Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. facilitated by Dr. Glenna Rice. Explore verbal processes and hands-on bodywork that will unlock the tension, resistance and dis-ease of the body by shifting energy dynamically. April 23rd through the 25th is the Advanced Access Body Class with Gary Douglas. What if you could undo a whole lot of limitations that you have locked into your body and create an alteration of the way your body functions? Then, on April 26th at 7 p.m., join Gary Douglas for the Abuse Hold class. This is the first time ever that this dynamic process is being presented in a class format. Find out more about these Access Consciousness April events in Seattle by visiting transformation.events. That's transformation.events. I've been around the world But I ain't seen
1: myself enough. Wow, welcome back everyone You know, this uh, Laura uh, Laura Hollick joining me here today And we're going to give you lots of information uh, uh, About Soul Art Day S-O-U-L-A-R-T-D-A-Y Dot com Check it out, it's May 11th But check it out uh, Because we're living in a world right now Where we are really being asked To be creative in so many ways and yet we're sitting here with the craziness of our minds saying that oh i can't develop my intuition oh but wait a minute if i follow my heart i'm not going to make any money oh and by the way if uh you know you think you're going to go out and do some art what do we say about artists i don't even want to say it on air because it's so not the truth But yet in the world we live in, you know, Laura, what you talked about, Avatar, I'm talking about, you know, something that I'm so fascinated by, you know, I'm glued to the TV to watch this show, Uh, you know, it's, 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 I know it's a reality show and like it's a contest, but I, I am just blown away by what people are doing. And yeah, we're living in a world today where many people believe that we have cutting off our ability to express ourselves. And so now we're expressing ourselves through social media. But I'm mm. not so sure about that. So I wanted to ask you about this. Um, and again, we're talking about soul art, but we're talking about a form of expression that I think people are afraid to bring forth. And I wanted to ask you, how do you help people do that?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that the beginning to bring forth your own essence, your own uniqueness, your own creativity and feel like you're safe in that is learning how to trust yourself. And intuition is the same thing. It's like we feel what we feel, but often we've grown up where our feelings either weren't validated or were outright told that they were wrong. So we create a bit of a self-doubt within ourselves. And then it's like, well, if I can't trust myself, if what I'm feeling isn't right, how can I exist in this world? Well, I better do what someone else says. And then we kind of cut ourselves off from our our flow and our life force energy moving through us and guiding us. So initially it's like learning how to rebuild the relationship of trust with ourselves where what we feel is okay, what mm-hmm. we think is okay, how we are perceiving something is our our perception and we and it's okay. And being able to have that trust in ourselves that that we're, we're right in our own, you know, of course we're learning and growing and we can make mistakes and we might have to apologize for something, but we're right in our experience. Like if that is what we are experiencing, that's enough to be right for you and that's okay. And I think that building that sense of trust within ourselves gives us the inner permission to, to take the risk that it actually requires to be a creative person in this world. It does take risks because suddenly you'll do something and it hasn't been proven that it's a good thing to do, (laughs) you know, and like, and I feel like I, I was always confused by um, different things where someone would ask me a question, but they would want to know the outcome before (laughs) the journey had happened. And I'd be like, I would really be stumped. I'm like, wow, like I, I honestly don't know. And so, you know, if we're always needing to have that proof of guarantee of how something will go, that stifles creativity because creativity is this energy that's expanding out, meaning it has not been there before. And I think about, like, Steve Jobs and the computer. I mean, if someone had told me, like, 20, 30 years ago, oh, you're going to be using this thing, and, it, you know, it's called Facebook. I'm like, face what? <laughs> you know? It's like, and meanwhile, this thing is being created, but it didn't exist before, so it didn't make sense. It wasn't proven. It didn't have any value before it was integrated into our lives. And so it takes a lot of risk and trust to be able to let ourselves go on a journey that we don't fully know the outcome, but we're desiring going because we know there's something magical, there's something beautiful that wants to happen, and we have to take the journey to let it happen. But that starts with trusting ourselves, trusting the universe, giving ourselves permission to take that kind of journey, giving ourselves permission to believe that our desires are actually our guide. They're they're the things that are telling us this is the path that you are going to feel the most alive this is your path if you have a desire for it it's your path and then building and cultivating the energy it requires to to believe that you can walk your path
1: yeah you know it's interesting we're talking about this i'm struck by a, a moment in time I'm, it's like a snapshot And I think it was like 1973, 74, I can't remember the year, but I worked for Bell Labs, you know, the telephone company, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I had just kind of got in there at an entry level. And I remember uh, my boss telling me about a project, and the project was called the Picture Phone. And I remember this like it was yesterday, and I was really struck by what you were saying, this this scientist had developed something he called a picture phone and you know what it looked like Laura it looked like one of the old school computers actually what it looked like was you know remember the first uh, Apple computer that came out the new design mm-hmm. how it kind of mm-hmm. looked space agey well it looked like that but about I'd say two times bigger right <laughs> now can you imagine in 1973 what would have happened <sighs> now here's what happened this is what I love about this show Because I remember looking at that in awe. And I asked my boss, I said, are they going to fund it? Right, because I was part of, you know, like the funding part of that. And my boss said, no, no, they're not gonna fund it. And I said, well, why aren't they gonna fund that? And they said, well, the executives sat around the table and what they decided that since these were going to be in the home, women would not want people to see themselves in the home Mm -hmm. on a picture phone Mm -hmm. and I thought to myself wow maybe you should have asked a few women but here is an idea (laughs) that think about this right this is an idea that got crushed in 1974 can you imagine what would have happened if we'd had a little creative energy around that Because the guy had figured out the science behind it. And, you know, I'm telling you, it was old school. It wasn't going to be like today where we got the smartphones and that stuff, right? But now this is Bell Labs. You know, the people that literally created the software for caller ID and everything like that, right? Mm -hmm. But this is one example of many examples we find in the world when we cut off from our possibilities. How Mm. can we have art come to the forefront and become not just a way to express, but a way to heal, a way mm. to create that next vision for our lives, a way to open the door for more conversation, you know, whether it's healing the planet or maybe it's healing in places that are at war. How can we use this to do mm-hmm. things like that?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's so amazing. And I think just on what you were sharing there about yeah. the picture phone, it's like yeah. things, these things are existing out there. And yet sometimes there's a factor of the timing. You know, it's like the world needs to be ready to receive it. <laughs> and so the creation, like it's been conceived, but then it does go through a journey to become reality. So I'm sure within that moment, even though it was kind of kiboshed there, it still planted the seed and it still has come into reality, but in a different way. And I think that, um, cause creative energy, it's like a river, it will find yeah. a way. It may yeah. not be through the one that first, like, thought of it. And that's why I think we've all had a moment like this where maybe we had some idea and then we, we look online or something and it's like, whoa, someone is doing exactly what I was just <laughs> thinking about, you know, and now they're doing it because the energy is out there and it's like, who's tapping into it? Who's going to let it flow through them? And so I think that really the bigger question for us to explore is how can we let our own unique, our body, our energy stream, be conducive to letting life force energy move through. Because when we come to a conversation around healing, let's say, well, what is healing other than creating a way that our body can return to health? And then what is health? Health is when life force energy is moving through freely. And so when we're in the process of healing, we're looking at where did our energy divert from its natural flow? And when it's diverted, you know, it's like maybe it's gone off on a belief system like, oh, I can't make money doing what I love or oh, it's like that's the diversion of the flow. And so we're like bringing ourselves back and to allow the energy to go through its original state. So that original impulse of, you know, picture phone or all those things so that they can actually move through the full channel, like the full birth canal from like conception to like full time in the womb to now it's reality and it's got a life of its own. And so in the process of healing, which in a way we're kind of always in because we're always refining. And I think especially now at this point in history, I feel we're actually restructuring our DNA just on the energetic level by the way that we're thinking, our consciousness has expanded. So our DNA is like reconfiguring to have the capacity for that. So we're always in this process of kind of like healing and realigning ourselves. But in that process, we're just looking at how can we let the life force energy this this divine energy move through in its pure state and if there's something that we're we're editing it or we're kind of kinking the channel in some way looking at it bringing consciousness to it so that the energy can keep moving through and on a societal level as well like we're going through so much healing right now our money structures are changing The way that we interact with people is changing dramatically through the computer. There's so many things that are shifting, and we're really realigning how energy is moving. And our jobs as individuals is just being conscious so that the energy can move through us with the level of health that feels good to us. That means the level of life force energy that we're meant to be experiencing.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, really what we're talking about here is looking at something in a way that we know deep inside we want to do. We mm-hmm. want to do yeah. this. We want to express. But, y- you know, here we are, and we're so afraid to do it. And what are we afraid of, Laura? And this is what I wanted to ask you about. Mm-hmm. You know, what are we afraid of? Because we must be afraid of something if we're mm-hmm. not out in the world expressing that thing which we're so passionate and love. And, mm-hmm. you know, this is for me. To, you know, th- for look, you, you asked me about me. In 2003, mm-hmm. I dialed the wrong phone number, and here I am doing something I love. So my expression mm-hmm. today is in this way. You know, this is my creative energy. I do about anywhere from 12 to 14 hours of radio a week, and people look at me, and we have a, and we have a network, and we're launching a network with 10 channels. And so people say to me, Pat, what's wrong with you? Aren't you going to burn out? But that would be like me saying to you, Laura. What's wrong with you? You're doing so much art. Now you're doing soul art. What's the matter with you? Aren't you going to burn out, Laura? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I just want to do more.
1: <laughs> exactly. That's a, yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh, man, my friends are like, dude, when are you going to retire? I'm like, what? Yeah. What does that even mean? I don't even exactly. understand that. I know. Well, when you're
2: tapped in, you have access to that unlimited well. And it doesn't mean that you don't sleep or, you know, of course, there's self-care <laughs> involved in it but you're tapped into a well that has like unlimited energy that wants to move through. And it's, it's moving through to the capacity that we let it. And as we let it go through, Oh my gosh, doesn't it feel amazing? (laughs) It feels (laughs) so good because it's like pure health. It's like liquid health to let your desires move through you fully. And then it's like building those muscles. And then you have the capacity to do more. And then that's like your new normal and your new, your new place of like experiencing the world from. But thank you for sharing that. That's amazing. So you had
1: you made a phone call, and then you ended up on radio. I, I didn't hang up. I'm from New York, right? So you don't dial the wrong no- phone number and stay on the phone. I, I'm just telling you, that is not something you do when you're from New York. You just don't do it. You know, you get a wrong phone number, and you say, okay, thank you, and you, goodbye. But I didn't hang up. And within <laughs> 10 minutes, I had bought my first hour of airtime. Oh, and, my God. And then the station that you're on right here, same thing. Three months later, they said, oh, you're not going to believe it. Five days a week became available. And ah. I pulled out my credit card, and there I was again. But, you know, it's hard to explain this to your friends who expect you now to be out in the world after going to school for eight years be out in the world and get that big corporate job that's going to pay you a gazillion million dollars it's hard to explain how that is painful to even think about hmm. right yeah it you know it, you yeah i think do. that
2: each of us like will you know if we're in a situation and it really isn't in alignment with us even if it's making money we yeah. will feel we uh-huh. won't feel as healthy as we know we really want to and I think that that inner guidance is is so powerful and it's just a matter of, you know, do we trust ourselves enough to like hear it and listen to that and like make some adjustments or do we like hold on tight to the beliefs that make us think we have to be in that situation. And it's just choices. And now we have access to so many more examples that make the choices so much easier, like There's so many different blogs and, you know, there's so much that we can look at. Oh, like that person's living their life that way and this person's doing it that way. So we have a lot of examples to model from. Ultimately, we're finding our own way, but it's just, you know, do we give ourselves permission? Can we give ourselves permission to have our own life, to take our journey? Because what I've found to be true is that the more we are in our essence, the more we are in the center of our experience the more we actually connect and contribute in the world. I think a lot of times people think it's the opposite. It's like, oh my gosh, if I'm just focusing on my dreams, I'm going to be all selfish and self-centered. It's like, yes, you'll be self-centered because you're centered in yourself and in your power, but that's the place you connect from. That's where you add contribution. That's where you actually create a ripple effect in the world where the transmission of your energy is health to other people. And so, you know, it's just, can we give ourselves permission to have our own life, to, like, become the, the creator of our life experience? And, and really, I, I mean, to me, that's ultimately what art is. I do things visually, but when I really think of what art means to me, art is about being a creator. And yeah. a creator is one that they're, they're sculpting their reality based on their, their choices, their perceptions their ideas their insights their awareness they're really like they're sculpting their reality and and that can be in any medium i mean it it doesn't matter if it's painting or basketball or i mean or a corporate job
1: or a grocery
2: store it does not matter to me at all to me it's just like are you create are you bringing your desires and your consciousness to that experience
1: absolutely and for me i had spent you know, the first part of my life in corporate America. And I was, you know, uh, uh, sculpting my my own art in that way. A- and clearly, this is what I think you're saying today, is that, you know, maybe you're not a painter. Maybe you're not going to, you know, do body art and do a mystique of your own. Maybe you're going to garden. Or maybe mm-hmm. you're going to creatively raise your child. Mm-hmm. I think that what you and I are talking about is to allow our soul to come forth and fully express in whatever that is. You know, I have a friend that he can't sleep because his mind is doing mathematics 24-7.
0: That's it. He lives
1: in the world of math. He's excited. If you sit down and have coffee with him, you're like, wait a minute, do we want to talk about no? He's like, let me tell you about this formula. And I'm like, what? (laughs) And and I just listen, right? Uh Because... This is where, at least in this country, right, and I know you're doing work around the world, but right here, we do have the freedom to express, and Mm -hmm. yet we don't. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really, for me, when I I look at what you're doing, the work you're doing around the world, this is really a time for us to be creative, isn't it? If there was ever Mm -hmm. a time in history, we're seeing it now. Mm-hmm, Absolutely, and even if something looks like it's not safe
2: to express, mm. even that's an illusion. Because a great example is thinking about Nelson Mandela oh. in his prison cell. So he's in the ultimate, you know, cage of you're in a you're in a prison, and yet this is where he found his creative freedom. He found like his ability to perceive the world through his creative lens as creator of his reality. How he was going to react and respond to that situation and so he in my mind really became an artist in prison and I think that no matter where we are and what's going on we still have the ability to choose our perceptions of an experience and bring our consciousness to what's going on and it's not dependent on the things that are around us it's really like if we're the creator we're the ones who are experiencing what is happening and that's where we can be artists. That's where we can bring our desires that's like, well, how do I want to respond to this? Yeah. How do I want to be with this? How can I, you know, open myself to like more love and health within what is happening? So if I'm in a job I don't like, how can I bring my love and creation and health into this experience? And as we do that, we, we give ourselves like a, a workout, a spiritual workout, and that increases our capacity for more life force energy to flow through. So then the example with Nelson Mandela, you know, he spent his time in prison. He cultivated his mastery as a creator. And then he comes out and he's like a world icon. You know, he, <laughs> you know, he could contribute to the capacity that matched the level of work he had done on an inner level.
1: Yeah. I love this. You know, uh, somebody asked me, what was the greatest thing I discovered when I went back to school? And I said, Carl Jung. And they said, oh, everybody, yeah everybody, know. yeah, everybody knows Jung. I said, no, 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 not Carl Jung, the psychiatrist, Carl Jung, the stone artist. Mm. And I don't, you know, when I discovered that this man, who was one of the most misunderstood people of his time, and literally I've read letters that he has written about how he couldn't really say what he wanted. And then you discovered that this is a guy that did stone art, mm. right? And if you look at his stone art, you're thinking, who did that? We would never think that piece of stone art, that thing was created by Carl Jung, right? But so the, so what we're talking about here today is a way for us to express he called it shadow. This is he called it the shadow side of himself. I don't know how much of a shadow that was. This stuff is really good. You know, <laughs> but this is what we're trying to say. We can express ourselves because it is being part of the natural element of who we are. It is like yes. you said when we started, Laura. You said, you know, this is the earth. The earth is going to bloom. It's going to blossom. It's going to grow things. Why do we think that that is not our birthright? Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, totally. You know, when we return to naturalness, we return to our essence. And when we let our naturalness and our essence and our spirit move through our life, we are in the ultimate state of health for our unique experience. And and it's beautiful and it's like it has diversity and it has like it's not a monotone, you know, it's not like <laughs> an agricultural like one thing. It's like no, it's rich with fertility, it's alive, you know, it really our naturalness is like it's the base where all these things come from. You know, that's the life force energy. Mm. And so what allows us to feel natural. And actually that's a beautiful way to think about creativity in that when do you feel the most yourself? Because when you feel the most yourself, you're in your flow. Your channels working. <laughs> you're you're like tapped in. Yeah. That you're, you're create, there's your creativity. Whatever you are doing when you feel the most yourself, there's your creative medium.
1: I love it. You know, we have talked about so much today, and I wanted to go back and mention again uh, the many, many ways that you are helping people all over the world express themselves. So if you would, please uh, let folks know your website again, and then also uh, let them know about soul art and this special day on May 11th.
2: Mm-hmm. So International Soul Art Day coming up May 11th. And this is a day where thousands of people, this is actually our fifth annual International Soul Art Day. And each year, thousands of people gather online. So it's a virtual event, but they gather from all over the world and we create art together for the day. It's a phenomenal experience. So if you want to, you know, test out your creativity and play with things, I will be guiding a soul art journey, a very simple creative process. And you can use any medium that you want. So that's on May the 11th and you can sign up and learn about it at soulartstay.com and then also to learn about my own art and things that I'm doing and I'm always working on new creative projects <laughs> I mean I'm one of those people there's like and people are like how do you get all that stuff done I'm like I don't even think of it like that there's just exactly. so much that wants to flow we through <laughs> so systems. that would be uh, yeah, at my website lauraholic.com
1: And, you know, for people also, I want to just mention that you can also uh, take this to another level, too. There's a way that you can join Laura for this day, but also you can can look at soul art and say, wow, this is kind of cool. How can I become more of a soul artist? How can I take this uh, to places where I've always wanted to go? And by the way, you can sign up for Laura's newsletter. Um, And Mm. go ahead and do that. It's right on our website. And then you can kind of stay plugged in because basically, you know, what's going to happen, right, Laura, is you might be thinking, oh, yeah, this is kind of nice today, but I don't know. But then all of a sudden, Laura sends you a newsletter, sends you something. You're like, oh, man, it's time to do this now. Mm -mm. Thank you, Laura. I have one last question. What is your personal message? What would you like to leave everyone with today? Mm, Like what is my essence? whatever you would like to say.
2: I guess I, I, so two things flow to me. One is that I feel my spirit, my essence, my naturalness is like a garden of fertility. And I feel like when people come into that sphere, they can be nourished and nurtured for their own creative growth and fertility. So I feel like that's my, that, that's the one thing I'd want to say about my message of who I am. And then my message for each person who's listening to this is really my invitation to you to really give yourself permission to listen for what excites you, what do you desire, where do you feel the most natural and lean into that and let yourself like just be curious about it because that is your ultimate healthy, wealthy path for you to claim who you really are and let that become the guide and the creator of your life. I love it.
1: Thank you guys. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.